Today's episode is sponsored by the Redbud High School Library, the library that can supply all your needs. Welcome back to the Coffee Shop Vibes. On today's episode of The Girls, we will discuss Sadie, a thrilling murder mystery novel written by Courtney Summers. This novel includes an alternating narration between Sadie and Wes McRae. This podcast will include spoilers and graphic content. I'm your host, Allison Fruth, along with Katie Schneider, and today is all about Sadie and her journey to find her sister's murderer. So we're going to start off today's episode with a little bit of a summary, just so you know what the book's about. So the book starts off with, uh, right off with Maddie's murder and Sadie, she has to, she has to get revenge. She has to find who did it. And she thinks it's Keith, Maddie's father. And so she goes on these long, difficult journeys to find Keith and she ends up finding Keith. And then you find out that he's a molester. And then there's a shocking, uh, aggravating ending that we'll talk about later in the podcast okay so we can like discuss characters first so we have sadie and maddie southern they are sisters sadie's the older one i think she's close to 17 18 maddie was like 13 um and sadie is just i mean with maddie sadie loves maddie so much and she was devastated when maddie died that's why she went to went through so many obstacles to find maddie's murderer um, anything to add about them? Um, I just feel, I felt really bad for Sadie because right. Sadie was a girl who had to grow up too fast because her mom, which we'll discuss right. soon, <laughs> um, her mom just like kind of abandoned them and Sadie had to grow up and take care of Maddie. Exactly. And Maddie was kind of like the only person she had in her life. Mm-hmm. So next we have Claire Southern, which is their mother. Um, she was very absent. She wasn't in their life for very long. She always preferred Maddie because I guess Maddie looked like Claire. Sadie just never really had a good connection with Claire. Um, Claire was like a drug, you know, she did drugs. She um, was addicted to all of that and an alcoholic. So she was just never really there. Anything? Well, I want to ask you what your opinions about Claire are. Well, I just, I think that, I think it's weird. I mean, that she always favored Maddie, you know, even though she looked more like Maddie than she did Sadie. I just think that was weird that she would always favor Maddie and never really like have a connection with Sadie. That's why Sadie, you know, was just was always alone and kind of only mm-hmm. had Maddie in her life. And like, it's my opinions about it. at the end of the book mm-hmm. and like a podcast, she like came back and she was really worried for Sadie. Right. And I feel like they're trying to make her like Redeem seem better, herself. Yeah, right. seem better than like what Sadie thought mm-hmm. she was. But still, the fact that Claire kind of like abandoned them and just like had a dislike towards Sadie because Sadie also had a speech impediment. Right. That's another reason why Claire didn't mm-hmm. like her. I just feel like I you can't get over that because she abandoned them right. basically. She tries to redeem herself, but she still. She still left them at yeah. a young age. So, um, the next character is Wes McRae. Um, we will talk a little bit more about the structure of the um, book later. It's split into like an alternating narration between Sadie and Wes McRae. Wes McRae is the host of the podcast, and he's kind of just there. He's not really like an important character. He just kind of adds his opinions. He adds his story. He's trying to find, you know, Sadie. Sadie ran away to find Maddie's murderer. So I think he's kind of just there to, you know, add a little bit of his opinions and just to kind of find Sadie. That's kind of his, you know, yeah. why he's there. Wes McRae, he's definitely, like, he's not, like, the character that's, like, the whole plot's around right. him, but he's the character that, like, he advanced, he still advances mm-hmm, the plot. Right, like, right. you learn about more of Sadie's backstory, because in the story, it's, like, Sadie, and then Wes McRae's, like, oh, but here's, like, all the stuff mm-hmm. that you forgot about. Yeah, so he definitely does, like, touch on her background and everything, mm-hmm. gives more information and insight. And then the last major character we discussed in the intro was Keith. Keith um, was dating Claire, the mother, for, you know, a few months, or maybe a year, and she was, um, he was Maddie's father, and he kind of, you know, was 
I don't know if he was like an alcoholic, but he was just, he was abusive. He was a molester. I know that he molested Sadie. I was, I'm not sure if he, you know, did that to Maddie. There was never like an actual, you know, it ever said that, but yeah, he was definitely my least favorite character. Uh, total, like just when you learn about Keith and that, like he was a molester, I was like, Mm -hmm. it was so disgusting. I was like, really? Like, how can you be that low? And it just definitely my least favorite character. Yeah, I agree. Right. So we're going to now talk about some themes. One major theme that I think that was like surrounded was sisterhood and love. Because if Sadie didn't love Maddie, she wouldn't have gone to the lengths that she did to find Keith. She wouldn't, she just loved, she loved Maddie. Maddie was right. the, only, the only thing that she really had. And so she was, that's the only reason why like, it was that love for Maddie that drove her to do these things. Yeah. And then I think revenge is also a pretty prominent um, theme because, I mean, Sadie wanted to get revenge on Keith. Like, throughout the whole entire book, it was just her trying to get revenge on Keith. You know, she hated Keith, you know, for everything that he did to her and he did to Maddie. So I think revenge is also a pretty, you know, pretty good theme. And so throughout this book, there was definitely a lot of gruesome, matured audience Mm -hmm. topics. So right now we're just going to talk about some of the parts that, like, sent chills down our spine. Right. Um, so I'll just start. Um, I think one part in the story that really got to me was when they were at the hotel um, or the motel and um, Keith had a room there and Sadie went into his room and was just kind of, you know, looking around and all of his stuff. And um, she found these tags, like cut out tags of, a, of shirts with names on them. And they were kind of like his trophies, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. of the kids he molested. He went through like, you know, all of his girlfriends, they may have had a kid and he molested them or whatever. So I think for me, that was definitely like a part where I was like, that's kind of when we found out that he was a molester. And I was like, that was the part where it was crazy for me and just hard to get through. It was yeah. just hard to read. But like when I got to that part, I was just like, this is like disgusting. Right. Mm-hmm. But then one, the part that really sent chills down my spine, it was like right in the beginning. Um, it was like the first 30 pages and it really kind of like set the tone for how this book right. was going to be. And it was like, so she had to get information. She's trying to find where Keith is. And she ends up at this diner. And this girl's like, go see this guy. He lived in like an alley. He was like a drug addict, mm-hmm. all this stuff, the lowest of lows. Right. And he's like, and if you ask him, but it's going to be for a price. And she's like, okay, well, I have money. So I'll just do it. And then, so let me get the page. Mm-hmm. It's on page 36. And so he's like, you there's a price and she's like well I have money I can pay you and he's like well that's not that kind of price mm-hmm. and um let me it says it'll cost you he says again he tilts his head to the side his eyes drifting over me and then a little more tentatively than he did the last time he puts his hand on my arm and walks me further into the darkness he brings himself closer to me fumbling for his bell buckle whispering the kind of nothings in my ear that can't even pretend to be sweet his breath is sour I look into his eyes and his eyes are red that part for me I'll yeah first 30 pages I was like this that was I definitely was like, like you said sets bad. the tone for the whole entire book that that was definitely a, another part in the yeah. book that was hard to get through I mean there were a lot of parts I mean those are just some yeah, that ones was, in particular that, that was like the first part out. like even like the first part just learning about Maddie's death I was just yeah. like Dang. that's definitely started the book off <laughs> yeah yeah so I think next we can talk about um the structure which is an important part in the book um mm-hmm. like I said a little earlier it's split up into Sadie and Wes McRae And Sadie kind of just, you know, she's going through her story. She's going through, you know, the present and everything. And then Wes McRae is there trying to find Sadie and kind of like Wes McRae gets closer and closer and closer to Sadie throughout the book. So it definitely adds a lot of suspense and just makes you want to keep reading. I think that like they ended in like, like Sadie's part ends in a 
cliffhanger or, you know, some suspense, and then you just want to keep reading it to get to the next part. Like, I feel like that adds a lot of, it just makes the book a lot more interesting. And I don't think I would have liked it. Like in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I, I think it added a really, it just definitely added to the yeah. book. Like at first for me, like reading it, I was like, it was okay. And I was like, and then when it got to like more interesting parts, I was like, I don't really mm-hmm. like this because it's like, oh, intense part with Sadie. Oh, now we're going to have to take a break <laughs> and learn more about like something that's not at like, as important as intense like Mm -hmm. as like plot thrilling but then like as you get to like through it and get to the end you realize that like the the podcast was like necessary to Mm -hmm. learn the backstory because Sadie is Sadie's not telling the story you're living it through her eyes so she's not gonna think about her past and all their stuff she's like I'm getting this done I'm finding the murder I'm gonna get revenge and so that's where that podcast part comes in and it really just helps you like learn more about like what the backstory was what's going on who are all these people in your life yeah I definitely thought that was a a good addition to the book and like I said I didn't really like it in the beginning because when you got to some good part some suspenseful part you got to this podcast which kind of made it a little bit more boring but I think it was important because like you said it added backstory added background and it just completed the book yeah. and also at the like when I first like when I first heard that it was like a podcast structure I was like I don't know if I'd like that because right. it's kind of like broken up and you have to like yeah. see which characters are talking but it really didn't affect me at right all. yeah I think it was I liked it too um so I guess uh we're gonna talk about the ending which so, is aggravating no, so what happened in that. the ending what basically happened was she finds Keith in this like motel and she's like I'm gonna kill this dude and so like they get into a argument and like all the stuff and she like stabs him and then he like takes like a rock or something and, like yeah. bashes her head in and it kind of like that's like kind of just like where it ends yep. and then you get like 50 pages of podcasts and you never actually find out what happens to Sadie right. you find out what happens to Keith he dies because of the infection because of the stab wounds or whatever mm-hmm. and but you just never find out what happens to Sadie and that's the quite aggravating right. part of it when I was reading it like I was just reading it one night and um I was getting you know last few pages and I finished the Sadie's part and I kind of wanted to see like what was next and it was all podcasts and I was like oh so this is I mean I, I didn't know if they were going to give a little information maybe Sadie comes back into the, into the podcast like I was just like oh just ended and I, I didn't really know if it was gonna you know explain where she was at if she lived if she died you know like it just never really explained and I mean, some people don't really like that, but I think it does. It just makes it more interesting, and it's kind of up to your own interpretation of how you want the book to end. Do you want Sadie to continue, or do you want her, you know, you know, die? I guess. I mean, I guess it's just kind of up to your ideas, you know. Did you like the ending? Mm, when I first read it, I was very frustrated because I was like, "Well, it kind of seems like there should be a sequel or something," yeah. because it just ended, and I was like, "Well." You don't even, like, you go through the whole book with Sadie, and then it just ends, and you don't know what happens to her. That, I think, was very frustrating, but the more I think about it, I think that the author kind of wanted that, you know? She wanted, you know, you to think of your own ideas and how it ended and kind of give your, you know, own idea. I could see why, like, a lot of people wouldn't like the ending, Mm -hmm. because, like, it's an open-ended ending, so it's like, you don't know what happens, and people could see that as, like, a lazy for an author, because, like, oh, I'm not gonna put time into putting an ending, we're just gonna be like, oh you don't know what happens right but I also like a lot of like I like open-ended endings I feel like a lot of people would because it's up to you to decide basically what happened like you can like imagine scenarios and it's up to you and I feel like a lot of people would like that too like I know in movies like I really like open-ended endings yeah like 
in the Batman trilogy by Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Great, great trilogy. Um, it ends basically with like, so Batman dies and you're like, oh, you're heartbroken and crying. And then you come and it comes back to the butler, Alfred. And he always had this dream for Batman that like when he was done, he could go to like this cafe and have like a wife and kids and rest. And then at the end of the movie, he's at this cafe because he's just like mourning, I guess. And then you see Bruce Wayne there even though he's supposed to be dead and you're like wait what and there's that's just how the movie ends you just um, you don't know if like alfred's gone crazy if he's actually alive but i like those type of endings because right. it really just like it can be frustrating but it definitely it definitely adds like suspense yeah. and it gives you you know your own interpretation you know how you want it to end yeah. you know everybody's endings can be different but i think that you know it's fun yeah. to if it's done idea. if an open ending is done right it's a very good ending yeah. but sometimes it also can just be lazy writing right that's true and what do you think that there should be a sequel? Um, I feel like it would be really hard to make a sequel because um, the whole book was about, you know, finding Sadie. And if, you know, the next book would be about, you know, discovering if Sadie was alive or not, I feel like it would be very repetitive. It'd be hard to write a whole book about it. I just, I think that the author wanted an open ending to give the readers, you know, their own ending. You know, yeah. like, I just don't think a sequel would be very difficult. And this book has been out for a few years, so... I mean, I don't, I don't think a sequel is necessary, but I agree. I don't think there should be a sequel because even if, so if Sadie's dead, let's say she's dead, that book, just like trying to find her, wouldn't be too interesting because she's already dead. But then like, even if like Sadie's alive and they're just like, the next book would be like trying to find Sadie. Sadie, there would be like nothing to it because Sadie has accomplished her goal. She's like, whatever she's doing now, she's living her life knowing that she has avenged her sister. She is just going to be living her life now with like no regrets of what she's done. And there's just no point of a sequel to that. Exactly. I think, have we talked about everything? Yeah, I think we've covered every every important okay. thing. Well, we thank the listeners for tuning in to this episode of Coffee Shop Vibes. If this book does not sound like your type of novel, please check out the other episodes of this podcast, where you may be able to find a book of your liking. If our discussion has gained your interest, we recommend trying this book out for yourself. Sadie by Courtney Summers is a novel that takes you on a gruesome, emotional, and even an aggravating journey, but the experience you have while reading this book is one you don't want to miss. Sadie is available at the Redwood High School Library. Thank you, and thanks for listening.